Welcome back to another episode of Train to Win, the podcast produced by the Houston chapter of the Association for Talent Development, inspiring talent development professionals to achieve their full potential. Hi, it's Bruce Abbott. We have a lot going on here this month for ATD and the Houston chapter. Of course, we do have our upcoming uh, general meeting that is coming up February 11th. Demystifying your data, data can tell your story with Anne Bryson Eldridge, talking about how you can combine storytelling and data in the classroom and any other place to really enhance your message. Also, we have our gigs coming up. Uh, That is uh, in February for uh, the Southeast gig, the Woodlands gig. You can find out more about those at tdhouston.org slash events. Now, we also have in May the ATD 2020 International Conference and Expo. It's May 17th through the 20th in Denver. Here's the cool thing. If at least five members of our chapter register to attend the conference, the chapter qualifies for a special team rate of $1,325 for members and $1,625 for non-members. It's a pretty good deal. And uh, if you want more information, you can send us a contact email, feedback at tdhouston.org before you register for the conference. Send us that email before you register, not afterwards. And we'll add you to our list and get a special invoice sent to you with the discount. And additionally, for each registration received uh, associated with the Houston chapter, our chapter receives up to $80 through the Chapter Incentive Program. The uh, the chip code, you may see that chip code sometimes on social media and different things where uh, you'll see that 7032, write that down, 7032. Uh, anytime you purchase something through uh, td.org, you can uh, add that 7032 at checkout, and then the, um, the chapter gets uh, a certain uh, percentage back. You can also select our chapter name via the drop-down menu when you do the checkout process for the uh, event. And with housekeeping out of the way, we now move on to our feature interview. Just recently, we had a general meeting on networking. We had Margaret Johnson and we had Teresa jurgens Kowal. And they were talking about different aspects. We had our last podcast talking about the CONNECT acronym, And today we're going to be talking about LinkedIn and best practices for LinkedIn. We all know that LinkedIn is is a more B2B social media outlet and uh, gives you an opportunity to really connect with a lot of colleagues. Our guest is Teresa Juergens-Kowal. She has a boutique consulting firm, Global NP Solutions, and she specializes in innovation leadership, project and portfolio management, and helping organizations achieve their most important strategic goals. And she's really, really good at leading events on networking. We had a lot of fun with that. And Teresa, thank you so much for joining our podcast today. Oh, I'm really excited to be here. I I get so much feedback from ATD personally, and it's benefited me so much. I'm, I'm happy to share anything that I have learned as well. Well, we really enjoyed having you and Margaret out at our general meeting uh, about a week or so ago. And not only did you have us up and in groups and talking to each other and doing things, you had us up dancing at your event. We really had a good time. Thank you. Best practices for LinkedIn. Here in January, we've kicked off the year with a theme of networking, of course, the networking general event that you and Margaret did. Most people are familiar with LinkedIn and familiar that it is more of a business-oriented social media. And last year, the chapter did a member survey where our uh, Houston members filled out information, and they told us that of all the things that the chapter uh, offers and the things that they like most. The number one benefit of being an ATD Houston member was, of course, the networking. And within the whole networking thing, of course, technology plays a big part of that. LinkedIn, as we mentioned, more of a, a business-oriented social media. You're not putting pictures of your your cats or your your dinner or anything on that. 
So as we get into this, give us a broad view before we drill down. How can people take advantage of LinkedIn, especially at conferences or events? Yeah, I think there are several steps that you should do before the event. There's things you can do during the event and then after the event and then ongoing to just nurture the relationships and connections that you've made through ATD or any other organization as you network and and build business connections. Some people are, are more comfortable about reaching out and some people are maybe a little bit hesitant. So before an event, uh, you mentioned to send a message to existing connections. And what's the best way to go about doing that? Yeah, so a lot of organizations, and I think ATD is one of them, you can check the list of attendees before you get there. A lot of other groups, big conferences will use Event Mobi or different apps that you can take a look at who's attending. And if they're already a connection, or if it's somebody that you've met before at an event, I just send them a quick message through LinkedIn and say, you know, I'm, I'm attending the ATD event in February. I look for, are you going there? And I'd love to see you and, and catch up on. And then I insert something personal because I do try to keep track of, of the personal connections that I have with people. And you also mentioned sending invitations to other speakers or, or attendees and suggest maybe meeting up like at lunch you know, or breaks or something like that. Is that something that especially the speakers, I mean, they're, they're really, really busy. Is there a, a really good way to kind of go about getting their attention? Yeah. So what I do, uh, especially when I'm also a speaker at a conference or event, I'll look at the other speakers who are attending and speaking at the event. And I check to see if there's something that we have in common as far as our topics on which we're presenting, or if there's just something that catches me my eye about Uh, either them or the topic that they're presenting. So I personalize that invitation and, um, and it works really great. I, as I, as I shared at the ATD event in January, um, I was at a conference last fall and I connected with the other speakers. There was another speaker that was addressing the gap between digital technology and leadership. Leadership is my passion around innovation and leadership. I sent him an invitation. We got together um, and I actually ended up, uh, we both ended up on a different podcast, on a, on a technology podcast, because we just hit it off. Um, and we just got together at one of the breaks uh, and it worked, it worked great. Do you find most speakers are open to meeting like that or is everybody trying to get after them and so they just don't have the time? I don't think so. Um, I think a lot of people appreciate that I have, that, that somebody has bothered to look at their topic in advance and tried to understand what the topic is about and indicates that they want to attend and learn more from their particular session. Um, and I think people that are too busy or don't want to build their network or feel like that you're a pest or whatever, they're going to just ignore your invitation. And that's okay. So at the event, there are things you can do. LinkedIn has a great feature called Find People Near Me, which you can do right there on your phone. I actually didn't even know about this feature until maybe a year ago. For those who don't know what that is, fill us in. I love this feature, by the way. Yeah, so it's really cool because like at that ATD event, I don't think I knew you before, and there were a handful of people I didn't know before, but we sat at the same table, got to know one another, and did not exchange business cards. So I didn't have a way of connecting with you afterward. So during the event, as long as you uh, 
kind of make a quick announcement to your table or to folks sitting near you, just say, make sure that your Bluetooth is turned on on your LinkedIn and you open LinkedIn on your phone app. And at the bottom of the screen, there's a bunch of little icons. And one of them has the little people icon that says my network. When you click on that one, it calls up, um, there's a round button with a, a person and a plus sign in the bottom right hand corner of your phone or tablet or whatever. And you can click on that and it will say find nearby. Um, there's a couple of other options, add contacts, scan QR code. But if you click on the find nearby, it will start to find the people that are near you. And you can just send out those invitations super quick and connect with everybody at your table or um, in the lunch line or at the coffee break at the conference or in the same conference room. So it's a super great tool to uh, just connect really quickly with the folks that are around you. It has been one of my most favorite features of LinkedIn lately to be able to do that at different conferences and events. And it's been really neat, some of the connections that I've been able to make that I probably wouldn't have been able to make otherwise, which was awesome. Then once you have these connections, maybe the ones that you've invited before the event, going and actively seeking them out, that's pretty important, isn't it? Yes. I think um, I, I try to do this. The people that I have sent invitations to, um, I I, I actively seek them out to start that conversation, to ask them what they think of the conference or the event so far. I'll connect with them on topics that we've talked about in the past. Um, and I, I think that is where you go beyond technology to the personal connection. It's easy to hide behind your computer and send out LinkedIn invitations and messages, but it always has to still end up being personal. So I think that that list of people that you've connected with before the event, during the event, you really do want to reach out and, and close that connection with a hello, or just even if it's just a wave from across the room because everybody's busy, you're still being a real authentic person. Um, and that's where our connections truly matter is, is the face-to-face. -face. And they always say the follow-up is the most important. You suggest contacting them within 24 hours. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I do, if I haven't used uh, Find Nearby, I will take people's business cards and I'll jot something down that's personal about them or how we connected um, or what what we have in common. Um, and I think Margaret probably talked about commonalities. So I'll send them a personalized invitation because in LinkedIn, you can just click send invitation, but I always add a personal note saying, you know, Hey Bruce, it was really neat to meet you at ATD meeting. Um, I just did my very first podcast. I'd love to learn more about how you do podcasts. And, and that makes it more personal. Uh, the data shows that, people that have a personal note are more likely to connect with you than just the, the standard invitation that LinkedIn provides. It's really important then to nurture the connection. And, and you mentioned then to remind people how you can help them by sending interesting information or post comments on their articles. But it really is about what can you do for them and how you can help them, right? Absolutely. Um, otherwise, we're, it's the same as, as aggressively passing out business cards at a, an event and just saying, here, here's who I am. Um, you do want to continue to nurture those connections. So taking a look at where what people's interests are, sending them interesting articles or links to articles that you think they might be interested in. Um, a lot of times at events like ATD, people are looking for a job. So if you come across information that a company is hiring and looks like it might be a fit or has interesting um, 
has an interesting background and need for, for learning and development professionals, send them that link. And people really appreciate that. Um, and so that connection will become more valuable to you over time as you continue to nurture that relationship. We're not just um, bits and bytes that are connected through LinkedIn. We really are real people wanting to have a connection. LinkedIn has some great automated features as well. What do you think are some of the best ways to take advantage of those? So almost every day I, uh, I look at those notifications um, and LinkedIn gives a bunch of notifications of work anniversaries, birthdays, super easy. It automatically um, gives you a button to click that says happy birthday when somebody's birthday is there or congrats on your work anniversary. I often add a personalized note to that. Um, but sometimes I don't if they're not a close connection or I've already been in contact with them a lot. But it's very easy to look at those notifications and just click happy birthday. And people will say thank you. And they, they appreciate that, that touch that, um, you know, comes from that. You're, you're probably like me and have thousands of, of LinkedIn connections. But when somebody tells me, congrats on a work anniversary or happy birthday, it does mean something to me. It, it means they took time out of their day at least for 10 seconds to click a button, um, but it means they thought about me too, and that's, that's valuable. And big words in bold at the bottom of the slide with exclamation points. Don't spam. What are some of the spammy things that you see happening on LinkedIn to help our listeners not do? Yeah, so I get a lot of invitations personally from, from people that are searching for keywords about what I do, and they're trying to just sell me something. So they, I think what happens is they'll just go look for everybody that has coaching in their profile, and they'll tell you that they can make you a better coach. And so they spam everybody, um, and they'll you don't know this person. You don't even have connections to them. You don't know what's you've never been to the city where they live um, and, and they'll start messaging you over and over and over again, or send you click this link, register now, buy this, buy that. Um, on the other hand, using those search features can be useful if you want to send um, an article to, to five people that you know are in Houston and all our project managers, you can use those search terms, attach that, that article to those five people. But when you're spamming, you often don't know those people. Um, and it, it, it feels salesy. It feels like you're talking to a used car salesman. Um, and it's, it, the tone is completely different too than when you really truly know the person and you're sending them information, or even if it is something you want them to to purchase, you know, maybe I'd send somebody a link to say, I just released my new book. Um, I'd love if you'd take a look at it and do a review on Amazon, but I still know that person. I'm not sending it out to 500 people that I don't know. And it's okay to connect with people, maybe second uh, degree connections where you're able to say, hey, you and I have this mutual connection in Joe and then reach out to them, right? I mean, that's not really cold spamming somebody when you reach out like that. No, I think that that's a great way to get extra connections. Um, I did a presentation in Florida last year for the American Institute of Chemical Engineers Management Division. Um, and I met a guy there um, 
I wasn't able to help him, but his wife is a coach. We connected on LinkedIn because he sent that introduction for me to meet her. And I now have her being a speaker at one of my mastermind groups. So the connection really blossomed through a third party. So I think when you can facilitate those connections, that you're doing a favor to other people to help them to grow their network. And I like how your bio lists that you are a recovering introvert that enjoys meeting new people. And we appreciate you uh, sharing your information and knowledge to help us be able to meet new people and network. How can our listeners find out more information about you and your uh, company and your services? Yes. So um, my website is globalnpsolutions.com, NP as in new product. Um, You can connect with me on LinkedIn. That's really a great way. There you go. Um, And I do have a list of resources um, from the ATD meeting in January. If anybody wants to take a look at those, it's pretty extensive. I have some blogs and podcasts from a whole bunch of different sources. And that's at www.globalnpsolutions.com slash strategic networking forward slash. And we'll put that link in the descriptive uh, down here underneath the podcast. Teresa, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and teaching us so much about how to more effectively use LinkedIn in our networking. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And again, I get a lot of uh, benefit from ATD. So I'm really happy to uh, be able to share what I've learned over the years with the organization as well. Thanks a lot. And we thank you for listening to Train to Win. Hey, if you want to be a speaker at an upcoming ATD Houston event, uh, I mean, there's a lot of great reasons why you should be a speaker at one of our events. Each and every one of us is a product or a brand. The people that own their own companies are maybe their partners in the firm, they're high visibility employees, but being a speaker gets you exposure. It builds your brand. It can ultimately get you more business and exposure. So being a speaker at an ATD event and showcasing your thought leadership on the subject that you're presenting, it's truly a great advertisement for your business. You can visit tdhouston.org and uh, there is a link under the events tab It says request for speaker. Just fill that out, send it to us, and we would love to get you on the schedule. And uh, what a way to shine and show your stuff off to the ATD Houston community. We do have a large group here, and we do do this podcast as well. And so we can also uh, maybe have you on as a guest on this podcast. We get a lot of listeners to this podcast too. And you could subscribe to this show in iTunes or Spotify or Google Podcast, uh, RSS. And uh, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Simply tell a friend or a colleague, share it on social media. It's Train to Win, a production of ATD Houston. This is Bruce Abbott thanking you for listening, and we will see you next time on Train to Win.